Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Here we go, JV. Who they? Who they? Who they say gonna beat the Bengals? Who they? Who they? Who they say gonna beat the Bengals? No! And we're back, baby. They need someone else to get them through this. Pass from Joe to Chase, baby, baby. They need someone else. They need to listen when we say who day. And welcome back to Fuck You. We like the Bengals. After a one of our more fluid theme songs. Oh yeah, the past two have been pretty solid. I mean, you're always <laughs> like, "Oh, we're overthinking this," but we we spend probably uh uh like we always say every week, we spend about a half hour to like, "Let's pick a song." And and I'm always self-conscious, so I'm like, "Let's pick a song that Lloyd likes cuz I always assume everyone hates my shit." So, uh with that being said, welcome back to Fuck You Like the Bengals. I'm your host Alex Schubert, sitting across from me at as always, Lloyd Johnson. Welcome back. We were a little late because I was in. Uh, I had a pretty crazy week. I was in Chicago, uh, also in Indianapolis for a night. I'll get to that in a little bit. But Lloyd, uh, you had a little bit of a birthday recently. Um, I mean, it was you know regular size birthday, I suppose. Yeah, you had a birthday, so yay! Yay! Cheers! What do you do? Uh, how was your birthday? You did a little episode of the Bastard Sermon on your birthday. <clears throat> yeah, we had. Uh... A really good friend of mine, uh, <clears throat> Romy. Romy. Uh, I've known him for a long, long time. He's a very complex and interesting human being. And uh turned out to be a really fun episode, just kind of off the rails, especially the Patreon. Oh, okay. Like, Cody titled the file, possibly our most fun Patreon. <laughs> yeah, subscribe to the Bastard Sermon Patreon. Yeah, it's... uh. How much is it to subscribe? It's five bucks. We only have one tier, and you get... I mean, we put out a lot of stuff on there, so we do, like, Bastard LLC, which is just, like, a movie review podcast. Yeah, you and I were talking about doing that for with uh, me and uh, Cody. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we have uh, Cody, one of the other co-hosts, Cody Hucker. He yep. has a, a little thing he does called Hucker's Fuckers, which is just <laughs> someone interesting that he wants, you know, that's probably better for a Patreon interview than doing, like, the whole... Yeah. Thing. Uh, yeah, we we do a lot of different stuff. I mean, there's like I think 40 different things up on the Patreon right now. So what do you get if you besides like bonus episodes? What do you get if you subscribe to the Patreon? Uh the Patreon you get the episode a day early. Oh. And then all of the all of the content that we put up on the Patreon. We put up more stuff on the Patreon than we do just on the regular podcast feed. Oh, that rules. So it's uh yeah, it's fun. It was a uh <clears throat> it was a very ridiculous and Super fun 
That's the best. Yeah. I mean, everyone had a good time. You know, whiskey and rum was flowing pretty heavy. And <laughs> it, got, uh, it got pretty ridiculous pretty quick. And it stayed that way for a good while. That's fucking... I don't know if we've ever done an episode of Fuck You while we were both fucked up. <clears throat> no, but maybe we can... Uh, I think that's better for the bastard sermon because this is like kind of a content yeah, based yeah, yeah. podcast. But like the bastard sermon, like you fuck around, you have a good time, and say so maybe we can do a crossover thing where we get Cody drunk and make him watch a football game. <laughs> He's like, who the fuck is who no, the fuck he, is Jared Goff? He uh, he came over here during the end of a football game, and he actually got like super into it. No and shit. Like, I used to watch football when I was little. I just don't anymore. But he's sitting here, and he was just like, "Oh shit!" Like when plays would happen, like he reacts. He was what, into was this it. the Bengals Packers game? No, this is uh, I think a couple weeks before. I, I think okay. it was after I got home from my grandpa. I was watching the Bengals game over okay. there. It was it was I think it was like a Browns game that I was watching after. Oh okay. And he was just you know he was into it real quick. Dude, I watched. Uh, so did you see the the Browns Chargers game last week? Yeah, I saw like a big chunk of it, but. I watched that game and the Browns end up losing forty seven to forty two. Yeah, it was madness. I watched that game at a Browns bar. Nice. It was in Chicago. I literally wrote about it. I wrote like a whole thing. I'm gonna submit it to Wire Wire Team Sucks next year. But it was one of the most and I'm gonna probably read it during the Browns episode. But it was one of the most wild experiences I've had all year. Oh yeah, dude. It was <clears throat> All there was a lot of games between the five the field goals missed and all the we'll get to that yeah and then you go on to that game going bananas it was a it was a fun week of football holy shit and it, like the Bengals game and we'll get to it in a little bit but and like the Ravens was, game I didn't get a chance to watch the Ravens game but I just saw like because pe- people shit on Lamar Jackson like he's a running back running backs don't go thirty seven for forty three and throw for four hundred and forty yards yeah. fuck you if that's your take. Yeah, it's he's the best quarterback in the AFC North. Yeah, I could, I mean I could I could argue that. I don't want like cause so many Bengals fans are biased when they're like Burrow's the best quarterback in the AFC North. He's not. Yeah, he's the second best. Uh, yeah, I could definitely go with that. It's Lamar, Burrow, Baker, the cheerleaders, <clears throat> the mascots, Roethlisberger. Yeah. It- Right now, I, I think Pepe's a better quarterback than Roethlisberger. <laughs> Especially since uh, <clears throat> Roethlisberger lost Juju for the year. Oh, no. <laughs> Poor damn. Poor damn. Yeah. So that was your week. Dude, happy belated birthday. You are 39. Yeah. A yep. year from 40. I'm an old-ass man. You, you've been an old-ass man. I know. Yeah. I'm but, just more of an old-ass man. No, you're fine. I, I had a pretty good week. I had a yeah, lot of fun. I bet you did. Went to... <laughs> Went to Chicago for a few days, did some mics up there, visited, visited some friends. Um, that was nothing too crazy. Just It was a trip that like everything kind of fell through, but I still kind of made what I could of it. Like I was supposed to like, my mom was supposed to have like a hotel room up there when like me and my stepdad, or like me and my mom and my stepdad were going to go. We had a hotel room and shit. And all that fell through. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm still going to go. I'm going to make my way up there. Have a good time. Say hello to Pepe. Um, visiting some friends, did some mics. I got to do the Laugh Factory for the first time. That's dope. It was, uh, it was a little rough at the end, and I had to go at the end. Oh yeah, because there was like a seven thirty showcase with like some of the funniest comics in the Midwest. Like Jeffrey Asmus got to go up. 
Have you seen? You've seen Jeff Oscars yeah. before. Holy fuck, he's funny. Uh, what, like to me, one of the funniest comics in the Midwest. <clears throat> oh yeah, I mean, I was trying to think. I was trying to remember one of his jokes, and I'm, I, I would fuck it up too bad. So <clears throat> we'll we'll move on. Never mind. Yeah, that's fine. So I got the, there was like a 7.30 showcase and then a 9 o'clock open mic. And a lot of the crowd from the showcase stayed for the open mic. But they're just like trickling out as the, sh- as the mic goes on. And I'm like 20th on the open mic list. And I, was, I didn't think I was going to get pulled because like. The- as a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. There were so many comics that showed up and only 10 got pulled for that week. And somehow I was one of those 10. That's awesome, though. And it, and it was awesome. And I, got, I can say I've gone up at the Laugh Factory and it was a cool experience. And when I was up there, I'm like, holy shit, I'm on stage at one of the most well-known club names in the country. But... I mean, the crowd was just, there were some people talking in the crowd, and I'm just like, I just. crowd that had been there for a long time? Yes, they'd been, they were tired. Yeah. I don't blame them. No, no, no. That's, I mean, that's just a thing that happens, and that's part of comedy, but. It is a part of comedy. It's always fun when, uh, when you see somebody unexpected, like, grab that tired-ass crowd, though. Yeah. Like, I remember watching Junior Stopka do that. He was just at a Helium in India on Wednesday, opening for Stanhope. Oh, he's. He's super funny. Super man. funny. God damn, that dude is funny. Like, yeah. One of those guys that it's, you almost wish you could like get in his brain and just turn the drive dial up just a notch. Yeah. Honestly, I feel that the same way about Stanhope. Yeah. Well, I mean, Stanhope, Stanhope's got his audience. He has what he needs to do what he wants to do. Stanhope <clears throat> crowds will travel to see Stanhope. Yeah, I have plenty of times. I've seen Stanhope probably 30 something times. No shit. No shit. If he plays anywhere around here, like I almost went over to Indy. Have you been to Helium in Indy? I think I think once. Who'd you see? Do you remember? That's what I was trying to remember was I was over there. Shit. Um no, I don't I can't remember when <clears throat> it was one of those things where I went to Indy for other shit and then I end up just popping it like while we were out and about. I was like, fuck it, let's go to the comedy club. That's exactly what I did on Wednesday. Literally exactly what I did on Wednesday because I was in Indianapolis doing other shit. What other shit? I got to sing the national anthem for the Pacers. Our baby boy. Holy shit. It was wild. Yeah. It was just a preseason game, but. Who cares? Yeah, it was still wild. 
So I'll tell the story and then we'll get to the bangles or get to the reeds. <coughs> because uh, that morning I woke up with a gnarly cold. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, I was that morning, I was like freaking out. So, <coughs> so my plus one, I'll, I'll call my plus one because he's the fucking best. Um, Dwight Simmons, who um, <clears throat> is incredible comic. Just, yeah. Super funny. Go see him. He's the best dude, nicest dude. Such a funny comic. I say, yeah, we fluffed him up pretty good on the last one. Yes, we did. So I messaged him that morning. I'm like, shit, I, I can't sing right now. I can't hit my high notes. So, um, so I messaged Dwight and he message uh he messaged me back like i was like what the fuck do i do and he found this uh product that was sold at kroger uh it was like throat coat or something like that and i i found it at a cvs i was like half a mile down the road and i um it was like it's like tea and i've never made tea before so i'm just like shit how do i do this so I went back to uh, – I, uh, I was staying with a comic named Bill Gewurz out of Chicago. Super nice dude. Super funny. And I went back to his house and I just fucking got a pot and literally boiled water and made tea. And I think I did it right. I also uh, I also got honey and just made it properly. And then within an hour and a half, I was back to like – my voice was like back at 70%. So I was like I was – Doing okay, not like typical where I can hit like super high notes, but I was doing okay. And I made it to Indy, and then I went to a bar and ordered more tea. Have you ever ordered tea at a bar? Yeah. You sound like a loser. I love tea, like <clears throat> iced tea or hot tea. I <clears throat> fuck heavy with sweet tea. Yeah, I uh, I honestly should drink tea every time. I I just had to listen back to a little bit of the most recent recording, of the Bastard Sermon. I apologize so, <laughs> so deeply for how often I clear my fucking throat. Like, I can't listen back to myself. It drives me nuts. I've had people tweet at us at Fuck You Like the Bengals. I, re- I forget the dude's name, but one dude was just like, is Lloyd okay? Yeah, I know. I... Uh, there was a, He actually tweeted us recently. Um, I'll shout it out. Um, but... but Yeah, I had no idea how often I did that until I actually just had to listen to a little piece, and it... Drove me fucking nuts to hear it, so I apologize. Oh, it happens. Uh, it was the dude that uh, tweeted at us. Uh, Alex Bates, he said, I've been listening to many Bengals pods and discovered your, d- discovered your pod. The Steelers episode had me dying. So Thank you, sir. Sh- shout out Alex Bates. But So I'll finish the story in a little bit. But first, um, we have a new sponsor. Yay. Yes. We can talk about things other than, I mean, we'll talk about Spotify Greenroom in a little bit. But first, we have a new sponsor that you're going to love. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your team wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash, uh, cash payouts when your team wins. Join these 7,000-plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.simbull.com to create a free account when you deposit. Make sure you use the promo code XYZ to to make your deposit risk-free. Visit symbol.com and use the promo code SD and your your deposit will be risk-free. That means even if you lose money, Symbol will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. 
join Symbol and start investing and profiting from your favorite teams. <clears throat> and that's promo code SD as in sports drink. Yes, SD as in sports drink. Uh, and sports drink, you can uh, follow a lot of our podcasts. Uh, is there like a, like a place where you can like bullshit and talk about sports? Oh, I hope so. I, do you think there is? If you can name it. I think there's a Spotify Green Room. I like Spotify Green. I like the name Spotify Green Room. It's catchy. I like it. It's fun. In case you'll know, it is a live audio only sports talk platform. Uh, you can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Real time. Uh, get in. Get in on the conversation that you listen to here every day. You can even share your own experiences or takes on the app, and your and you can have a chance to be featured on the Fuck You podcast. Download the Spotify Green Room app free in the iOS App Store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Sports Drink group. Follow us at F-U-W-L-T Bengals. We are on there now. To be notified when the room goes live. We might be going live tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're going to bullshit. We're going to have a good time. What, I feel like Lloyd and, Lloyd and I, our conversations are best when we're just laid back and us just absolutely just bullshitting and shooting the shit. But yes, once again, Spotify Greenroom is a free audio-only sports talk platform, a social media platform for sports fans. Start to join ongoing conversations, watch games together, react to the biggest news, rumors, and games, talk with other sports fans, insiders, and athletes and executives in real time. Join in on conversations with me and have a chance to be featured on the Fuck You Like the Bengals podcast. Uh, we might be going live tomorrow, so stay tuned. Follow us on the Twitter, follow us on the Instagram. We'll be posting about it. All you need to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Fuck You Be Like the Bengals group. Follow us at F-U-W-L-T Bengals to be notified when the room goes live. Check in tomorrow. We're probably going live. We'll figure it out. Come in with your takes that are spicy. <laughs> you just looked at me with a, with a glint in your eye. <laughs> a very big glint. I made something tangle. Ooh. Uh, so yeah, um, back to the, the national anthem story. So I went to, uh, uh, Kilroy's in Indy. It's like really close to helium and I ordered tea and I kind of flexed on the bartender a little bit. I'm like, I'm doing the national anthem for the Pacers in about two hours. And that kind of, I kind of explained why I was ordering tea and she, she was like, I'll give you hot water and you can make it yourself. And I'm like, all right, I'll take it. And one of the managers came over and she's like, so. I hear you're doing the national anthem for the Pacers. And I'm like, yeah, I guess, I guess so. And I was super excited. And I went there and I got to the stadium or the stadium. What the fuck am I talking about? I got to the arena and I was like going through like the media entrance and they just believed me. It was like, I'm going through the media entrance. And they're like, all right, right this way. <laughs> Didn't show the guy a pass. I just told him that's where I'm going. He's like, all right, right this way. And then I got there. They gave me a pass, which is still in my car. And they shoved me in a room for like 45 minutes I'm surprised you're not wearing the pass right now. I can go get it if you want me to. No, I just figured, like, as excited as you get over things, I figured you'd wear it for, like, a week after. <laughs> I wore it uh, that night, and I just stuck it on my um, rearview mirror. <laughs> I just picture you up, like, doing a set later that night, like, still wearing it. <laughs> oh, this this is fun. Uh, don't worry. Sorry if this is distracting. I just, you know, I sang the National Anthem earlier at the baby <laughs> They wouldn't let me wear it uh, while I sang. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. So, because uh, <laughs> it just makes me look like a guy who bought it. Yeah. So then they shut me in a room for like 45 minutes. I'm just killing time and warming up and 
doing dumb vocal shit. Then the guy gets me and I go out to the arena and I'm just being, I'm just trying to calm my nerves. So I'm being a goofball out there. Just like mimicking the dance team a little bit and just like trying to do like half-assed moves. I'm just being a dipshit. So but that's, yeah, that's, that's what they wanted of somebody doing something like that. Like be there, be present, be involved. Yeah. And I got there and <clears throat> went fine. Went, as far as I know, went pretty well. Um, Dwight Simmons got a video that I've only seen like 10 seconds of. I haven't gotten the full video from the Pacers yet, but I will. And I also got some pictures. I'll be posting that on my Instagram. So I posted uh, like the 10 second video that Dwight posted on his Instagram. I woke up to about 15 DMs. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. It's fucking wild, dude. I was going to be a celebrity. (laughs) Fucking right. Anyway, no, I'm not a celebrity. But there were just, it was just like people that were like, and I hate to sound braggy when I say this. No, you did something cool. It's all right. Thank you. No, it's like people were shocked that I could do that. Oh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> if I saw you, I wouldn't. my first thought wouldn't be like, oh, here's a kid who can sing well. I don't know why. I mean, it's not. No, no, no. You're fine. It's just like I've always been like, I've always been everyone's like little brother in a way. Yeah. So we were just like, kind of be like, uh Tom Takar, who just murdered on Fallon. Oh yeah. Did you see the set? I saw like just a little, like the little Facebook clip thing. He slayed. Yeah. So apparently he messaged Dwight and he said, "What is happening right now?" That's awesome though. It was the fucking best. No, I, I'm, I'm, I have no doubt you did well. I've, I've heard you sing a million times, like here and. No, I mean, you're good at it. it it's Thank a good you. thing for you to be able to do. That's a good thing to be able to have to send to other places and keep doing it, especially with as excited as you get by it and as much as you enjoy that kind of stuff. Thank you. That's awesome. And uh, my goal, I'm going to get that tape and then send it to the Cincinnati Reds. That's That's been a goal of mine ever since I can remember. I say you ought to try like uh, UC basketball, all that stuff. Too. I might try UC basketball. Unique one, I want to try UD basketball. University of Dayton basketball. I understand what you mean. Yeah, because I work up there, and yeah. it'd just be kind of like a unique thing that I could do, and it'd be really fun. A uh, lot of people to thank. Uh, first off, um, the Pacers for being the shit and giving me a shot, and I sound like I'm winning a fucking Emmy right now. I'm not. Yeah, this is your award speech. <laughs> I'd like to thank the Academy. First of all, I'd like to thank the man upstairs. I'd like to thank God. No, this would be possible. <laughs> God, John three sixteen. <laughs> for God's love, the world He gave His one and only Son, Stop. and whoever believes in Him oh, shall not perish but have eternal life. Yeah, that's uh, th- that and Jesus wept are the two Bible verses I remember. Yeah, all right, well, they're good ones, I guess. Cool. <laughs> uh, Machen, my pal in Denver, just even told me to do this. So fucking shout out to her for being the shit and kind of urging me to do this. Um. Anyone who reached out was fucking super cool. Um, thank you. I had a lot of people I hadn't heard from in a while. So, and they we were have to make sure you post that on the Twitters and the Instagram for FUA like the Bengals as well. Oh, for sure. Oh, I have no doubt it will. But you guys look forward to that. Haha. <laughs> I still, I still got the ten second video that Dwight <laughs> took, and it was fucking awesome. And they mixed it perfectly. They made me sound good they made me sound great so i'm happy for happy for that but yeah you know what i'm not happy about though 
What the fuck happened last week? That fucking game? Holy fuck. What the fuck happened last week? That is that is the most applicable time that that statement has been said and it's been said on every podcast. What the fuck was that? I know. So I was like driving to Chicago during the first half and I saw like um I got there like right at the beginning of the third quarter. And like Billy and Billy DeVore and I were texting back and forth. Actually, I can now say future guest of the podcast, Billy DeVore. He'll be coming on for the Fuck Raiders. Because he said he didn't want to come on because the Bengals sucked for a while. But now they actually now they actually have potential. He'll be like, yeah, I'll come on and talk about oh, okay, it. Okay, yeah. Fair weather motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, he talks about he's a true Reds fan. He talks about them even when they suck. But that's beside the point. First thing we're going to bring up about this uh, past game because we usually bring up like Joe's stats or Jamar's stats or Mixon's stats. The special teams. Five missed field goals in the fourth quarter in overtime. Five consecutive. That's I, not normal. I was sitting at my grandpa's house watching with him. And after like the second one, he's like, wouldn't it be crazy if they missed again? And then, you know, of course, then there's a miss and a miss. And he's like, <clears throat> he's like this would be like historical if someone else missed. And then they did, and I'm just looking at him like, will you stop saying shit? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, at that point, I'm just like, make the game end. Like, either way, I'm, I'm tired of this, like, up and down. This, like, you're tired of this cock tease? Yeah, yeah. Like, make one way or the other, man. Like, just let it end. Grandpa, stop saying shit about it. It would be crazy if someone else missed. Because you've been on this planet 85 years. I think you figured out some kind of weird way of altering it's like a voodoo. He's like a voodoo doll where he just says, or no. What's the thing where you say things and it just comes true? Oh, uh, manifesting. Manifest destiny? Or, no, that's... Or, no, that, that's a fucking... Um, <laughs> that's a historical concept. I'm not a smart boy. This is a, a substitute teacher, guys. <laughs> substitute teacher, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dumb. Oh, I love you so much. Alex. I really do. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm, I'm reaching down and petting Pepe. If you guys hear us referencing Pepe, my dog's name is Pepe Sylvia. Well, that's my daughter's dog, but she's here right now. And I was petting her as I was saying that. And as soon as he said Manifest Destiny, I went, ah. <laughs> I started patting her on the head like, oh. you're You're no longer the dumbest one in the room. <laughs> no, like, like, I transferred wanting to pat you on the head and just patting her on her head. Like, Holy shit. Oh. Manifest Destiny. All right. Well, how about that's how we refer to this game forever? The Manifest Destiny game. Because it makes about as much sense as five missed fucking field goals. <laughs> it was – that was absolutely bonkers. Mason Crosby was like one of four in the fourth quarter in overtime. He was – I mean, I don't know if it was him. I mean, it had to have been the field conditions. Well, they were both talking about the wind. Yeah. And how it was like it was really whipping at one end of the field. <clears throat> Like, even earlier in the game. Yeah. And apparently, it really was doing something. Because, again, if you watch, like, the early practice stuff for that game, Evan drilled, like, four or five of them from, like, the 60-yard area. And honestly, his missed – the field goals that he missed were not by much. No, they were barely missed. But, again, you know. A 57-yarder that was hit off of the right upright. I'm, that's Left not right. no. It was the right upright. I'm very positive it was the right upright. Okay, maybe. So 
the the 49-yarder was the one that went off the flag. All right, you're right. Yep, and someone said he thought it was good, but it was a false flag. <laughs> All right, whoever said that, good job. It was a response to Drew McGarry on Twitter, and I loved it. But, no, the 57-yarder was the first one. It was, like, off of the – just clanked off the right upright. Still impressive. Yeah, I, it, <clears throat> again, having seen him draw, like – hit so many from a good distance. Like like I said, again, the practicing. He was like 60-yard area, and he was nailing them in practice before the game. And then just – I don't know if it's pressure. I don't know if it's – It had to have been pressure. I mean, he's also a first-year guy. So everyone's like, oh, he's a fucking bust. Get rid of this loser. I'm like, first year, he's under pressure. Just watched another kicker miss. <clears throat> okay, so I was thinking about this earlier this week. It's not just with Evan McPherson, but with Jamar Chase. Bengals fans root for players a lot. Some I'm not saying not. I'm not saying all. There are some Bengals fans out there who just root for players when it's convenient. Like people were calling Jamar Chase a drop king. Yeah. Then the moment he started balling out, they hopped right back on his nutsack. Yeah. Again, we've said this before, and I'll I'll reiterate. Cincinnati fans are not the best. They're not. They're so desperate for like winning in a championship that the moment something goes wrong. They're just like, get rid of it. Yeah, this guy sucks. It's like, hold on, what? Like, I saw somebody on one of the things, like, <clears throat> Drew Sample dropped or missed one read, missed one route, but he hit a hell of a block, then goes, runs a route, missed a pass that was targeted towards him. It also was thrown behind him. He had to turn real far. He's had, what, four targets in the past 10 games? Yeah. And they're like, oh. Get rid of this guy. He sucks. It's like, oh, he's he's played fucking fantastic all year. He missed one thing, and they're like, get rid of him. I'm like, god damn, you guys, you guys expect what? Someone to be perfect, twenty four fucking seven? No, it's not gonna happen. No, it, it just it that shit drives me nuts. Like, if he genuinely sucks, get rid of him. If he has one fuck up, just like, it's like, it's like telling a bad com. It's like telling a comic to quit after one bad set. Yeah, it's it. I don't know. It frustrates me because it's half of them, half the people who are commenting don't realize like, oh, that guy's been playing great and hitting like, you know, doing all the other things the tight end needs to do. He's been doing fantastic. And then all of a sudden there's that, oh, there's so many people only see like, oh, well, the tight end's supposed to catch the ball. Well, yeah, that's one of the thing, one of the things they do. Yeah. <clears throat> Him lead blocking his you know in the run game his blocking of guys on the edge him you know catching and helping break up double team stuff he does a lot of things really well and then he misses one pass and there's people like fuck this guy because that's all they see is that one missed yeah, pass because they, they don't know the game well enough they just are they like watching football but they don't know they they, they know like they, they look at the game from a purely fantasy football perspective. If Drew Sample isn't putting up Travis Kelsey stats, they're just like, this guy's a bust. Or, I'm not saying Travis Kelsey, but like... Right, but it's just ridiculous to me that someone misses one. One. That's like people... So I, I saw someone like, <clears throat> do you think they should bench T. Higgins until he can catch again? What? And I, I wanted to respond like, what? The fuck are you talking? But why? Why bother? I, you're you're gonna argue with somebody who clearly doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. But T Higgins what had a drop and a missed catch. 
He'll be fine. <clears throat> right. It wasn't. He didn't fuck up for games on end. It wasn't. He's back from an injury. Yeah. Has you know limited practice. And this came will be the, and played. And this will be the first time I think this week or like one of the first times in a while that T Jamar and and Boyd have played together all year. Yeah. So it just it, it it was maddening to me watching like I think I need to leave some of the the groups I'm in because um, I can't remember the guy's name who started the newer one. He posts on everything. Uh, Josh Isles. Or yeah. <clears throat> Which maybe we should reach out to him and have him on. Dude, he's a uh, he's him and I message together like all the time. Yeah, Josh I mean, is great. Seems like a cool guy. No, I he's just, the shit. Yeah. He's coming up for the uh, Chargers game. Okay, he messaged should. me. Yeah, dude, he's super cool, super big Reds guy, big Bengals guy, just chill, laid back dude, and he's like, him and I mesh together all the time. We're just reasonable dudes. Yeah, I, I just watching him like respond to everybody. I'm like, I'm tired for you, man. <laughs> so shout out to that guy. He uh, he has a lot more energy and willingness to engage with a lot of these people than I do because a lot of mine would not be nearly as nice or. Uh, uh, forgiving as he is with a lot of these people. Like yeah. He'll try and explain it like, hey, no, look, this is just one, you know, one thing that got come back from an injury. And I'm like, I'm ready to like look up where somebody lives. Like, <laughs> I mean, let me come over and talk to you in person. Like, yeah. No, dude, Josh is great. And he also listens to the podcast. Oh, fuck yeah. Well, then yeah, he'll hear my shout outs. Hell yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll give I'll give him a little heads up. But yeah, I guarantee we should, if he wants to come on, he's welcome on. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'd love to have you on. Hell yeah, dude. Um, what else happened this week other than the missed field goals? Um, Burrow. 70-yard bomb to chase. That that was – Billy put it best. That was – I don't think that was a bomb. That was a dart. Yeah, I mean, it was fucking beautiful. Whatever you want to call it, it was gorgeous. Holy dick. It was a 70-yard just line drive. And I think that – because Burrow, final stats, 26 of 38 with 281 yards, two tuds, one to um, Jamar Chase, one to Samaje Pirine, uh, two interceptions. The one in overtime, that was a bad pick. Just bad throw. Shouldn't have made it. They're just trying to make shit happen, which is kind of what you do want. Like, he I don't, threw it to nobody. I don't mind that so much when someone's, yeah, especially when, like the end of the game, where you're just trying to make something happen, trying to make the win. Yeah, yeah, it was a bad decision, but I'd rather someone be trying than, you know, him just to whipped it out of nowhere, like out of bounds nowhere or not. Yeah. So, but going back to uh, the positives, because we are Bengals fans, we'll get back to the positives of the pod, or of the game. Like we said, that throw to me was the result of a couple things. One, Burrow in the weight room. Yeah. He just put every muscle he could behind that throw, just hosed it to chase yeah i love the uh it's almost like a shut up to all the people who are like oh he doesn't have the arm strength to yeah he does yeah he does uh last year he had like a hail mary against the it was a hail mary attempt against the against the eagles easily 65 yards in the air yeah he's got a cannon and people don't realize it no and i mean it's because he throws accurately and sits in the pocket and does all you know i mean he doesn't yeah. do the big big cannon shit he doesn't do like the russell wilson rainbow where he doesn't have like the patrick mahomes gunslinger mentality to him he's just a good fucking quarterback yeah especially like a guy who will sit in the pocket do what he's supposed to do or 
God, I've got to get drinking and talking. Online. <laughs> Recola. Every fucking podcast now. I, like, I take a sip and then I like try to get my face back in front of the mic real quick and say something. Ended up breathing in <clears throat> what I was drinking. But no, he's uh, he does all the things you need him to do. But that he does have that arm. He does have that ability. And... People, uh, when people always, uh, people love to comment on stuff like that. Again, it's like, do you think the Bengals didn't check out whether or not he could throw a ball that far? Yeah. Well, he doesn't have the arm strength. I, I'm pretty sure someone checked that out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure someone like looked into it a little. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, he's just thrown it to had, had that magical 2019 season for fuck to chase to Justin Jefferson. He's he's clearly capable, and he's clearly he's a budding leader. Yeah. He's already a leader and like think about what's going to be well think about what is going to come of Burrow assuming it pans out 5 years from now. Right. I mean, he's going to get better every every snap. He's so going to he learn and if he can stay healthy and keep on track, he's going to be great. His mind is in the right place. And it I mean, you know, coming back from that injury the way as well as he did, as little as he seems to have let it affect him. You know, he'll sit right there in the pocket until he gets hit, still deliver the ball. All the things you want out of him, he's showing you all the right things. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, he, what, there's, I saw rankings where he's now in the top ten active quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Like, on multiple different outlets. Yeah. So, I don't know. Again, I need to stop letting it get under my skin the way people complain and stuff, but it's like. I tuned it out. Yeah, you see somebody like, well, I mean, he's okay. Uh, top ten in the NFL seems pretty better, a little better than okay. And think about how many like star quarterbacks are in the league nowadays. Teams are literally like, I mean, this sounds painfully obvious, but like, think about how many teams, especially now, are like led by their quarterbacks in a league that is dominated by the passing games. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I like I like what he what he's doing so far. Yeah, and you know, like I said, I had questions coming in, just like uh, I saw one season out of him, but he's done everything he needs to do to prove me wrong. Yep, I'm perfectly fine with that. It's, I prefer that to be what happened. I like what I'm seeing. I like the direction things are going. I still <clears> think <throat> the line needs a couple pieces. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, and uh, but also like, how many how many times do you see someone like, oh, Zach Taylor needs to be fired for? They went toe-to-toe with Green Bay. Yeah. That was, honestly, people want, like, Cincinnati sports fans want someone to blame for the loss. Is it fair to say that this loss was mostly just bad luck? Well, I mean, it's also just inexperience on everyone's part. You know, Coach Taylor, the, the down the line, there were some things that were done that could have been handled better. There were some bad luck things. There were some bad call things. Uh, not like refs. The refs really didn't – I didn't see having much of an effect on the game either way. But, like, just a bad call and, like, yeah, you probably, you know, fourth and one could have made that. The, you know, I mean, there's little things you could change about anything. But you're talking about a coach who's just used to having a team function the way you're expecting one to. And, yeah, yeah. you went toe-to-toe with Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. Yeah. Like, At home with Devontae Adams, who put up 11 receptions, 206 yards, and a touchdown. Just a day at the office for Devontae Adams. Yeah. I mean, one of the 
one of, if not the best receiver in the fucking league. He's he can do everything. And everybody's like, oh well, all our cornerbacks suck. Like, well, he makes everyone look. Yeah, he makes he makes people look silly. Yeah, there's nothing he can't do. So shout out to, to Devontae Adams for being absolutely insane. Like we'll roast these guys, but don't forget these are these are athletes capable of doing shit that none of us can do. Like we're just on the couch with the fucking remote control and Facebook account. Yeah, yeah, and. I don't know. I guess this week it really frustrated me watching how many people were, oh, we lost, but where if we had won, it would have been, this is the best team we've exactly. ever seen. Yep, exactly. Or it's like, dude, just, yeah, the outcome was you know, inches off on this kick different, or, you know, display one play call different, could have made the game turn out completely different. And you don't appreciate the game you just watched. You're just mad that they lost. Yeah, it's just, they could have lost. Like forty two to ten, and the bitching would be the same as it was this week. It was literally inches from just the Bengals socking off their own team. Which I mean, I would considering considering the year the considering the years we've had the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, everyone's so eager for a win that yeah, I, I get being upset when we lose. Yes, we. I don't. I don't play a fuck. But you know what I mean. When the Bengals lose, yeah. But uh, that that whole thing where it's like, oh, well, this fucking sucks and this person needs fired. No, it was a great fucking game. It just didn't quite pan out the way we wanted it to. Calm the fuck down. Enjoy yeah. enjoy the awesome game you just got to watch. Against the team that is clearly the best in the NFC North. Oh, yeah. Because what happens is, like, if it's a loss, it's just you have seven. You have to put up with bitching for seven days. Yeah. You have to. And I'm trying to pay as much atten- attention to everything as I can this year so that I'm not, you know, I mean, I, uh, we're doing, we have a podcast. We're, yeah. doing, we're doing this back and forth. We're bullshit. I, I need to know at least what I'm talking about. So, yeah, it gets really frustrating to watch, like, everybody just turn into, like, complete, like, wrestling heel style shit talkers <sighs> where you're like, what? They lost in overtime by a fucking field goal. Yeah. Calm down. And I, I want to bring this up. There was one field goal that, that Mason Crosby missed, or as I called him, Missing Crosby. Yeah. That was that. fun. There were also people that called him Mason Crossbar. Yeah, I like that one, too. Uh, there was one field goal that he missed. We're right after that. I watched the camera to pan to Zach Taylor, who was laughing oh, his yeah, ass that, off. That fucking... That was so great. He just, he just had a shit-eating grin on his face. It was perfect. Yeah, and I mean... He was, that that's the f- that look said fuck yeah yeah it, it was fun like I said I, I was saying like oh I wanted the game to be that up and down was it, it, it was exciting it was fun to watch man it was so much fun they did great they uh I mean they had their moments fucking that Burrow to chase touchdown which I was I forgot to say the second thing that second thing that made that pass possible Burrow in the rate room a clean ass pocket. Oh, yeah. The pocket was just wide open. It gave Burrow time to look downfield to see Jamar Chase, his fucking college boy, 60 yards down the field. He hosed that motherfucker. That's perfect. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful throw. And my take, the Rookie of the Year award is Jamar Chase's to lose. It's not your take. I've seen like five people write that. Yeah, true. <laughs> well, can I share a take with people? Yeah. You dick. That's... There was a. Um, That's what I do, Alex. There was a. I think a Bleacher Report. They put out a tweet where they said that the Rookie of the Year award is Mac Jones so far, and then pretty much everyone in the comment section was just like, "No, Jamar Chase." 
Yeah. He's made... He's been, honestly, one of the most efficient receivers in the league. He hasn't had, like, a ton of receptions, but he's made the most of all of them. Yeah, when he's in the top five receivers every week. I don't know, maybe shut up. His stat. I mean, I'm not saying he's Randy Moss, but his stats, people have said all week, his stats are akin to Randy Moss through the first five games. Yeah. That's nuts. And you can't say he's not like Randy Moss. We haven't seen. He's a, he's, he's a baby. Yeah, he's he's he was literally born after the year 2000. Shut up. I know. I was like, when I started to say that sense, I'm like, I look forward to Lloyd's reaction. <laughs> I mean, it sucks for me to hear because I remember the year 2000. I do too. Yeah, it was like the year 9-11 happened. <laughs> Substitute teacher, y'all. Educating children. That was on, <laughs> that was on purpose. I know, I know. Yeah. But you wouldn't bet on me um, knowing all that stuff. Or like, you wouldn't trade me as a sports talk t- Sports team. <laughs> this is me trying to segue into the ad reads, y'all. Oh, that was so smooth. <laughs> it was like butter filled with gravel. <laughs> I'm the fucking worst. No, it's, it's fine. It's fine, baby. I still love you. Uh, do you love the stock market? I do. Do you love the sports stock market? Yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Uh, is there like a like a, a sports stock market website you would go to? Symbol. Yes, I would go to that too. Symbol is the sports is the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. There are two ways to make money on Symbol. First, every team every time a team you own wins, you earn a cash win payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think if you think a team is going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Use promo code SD to make your first deposit risk free. Yeah, yeah. That means even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't for you, Symbol will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. And if you could listen to like people talk about the sports stock market or just sports in general, is there like a uh, is there a website you would go to or uh, like a like an audio only sports talk platform you would See, go I prefer to for like apps and stuff? So I'd probably go with like Spotify Green Room. I prefer apps and Spotify Green Room as well. Uh-huh. It is a live audio only sports talk platform where you can talk to me other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Real time, You can get in on the conversation that you listen to here every day, and you can even share your own experiences and takes on the app. And you have a chance, you can have a chance to be featured on the fuck you podcast. Yeah. Who doesn't want that? No, uh, I'm sure a lot of people don't, but you guys uh, could be as cool as me and Alex who isn't striving for that in their life. There are, if you, if you want, if you strive to be as cool as me, just fucking die. Oh, come on now. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> download the Spotify Green Room uh, app free in the iOS App Store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Fuck You group. Follow us at FUWLT Bengals to be notified when the room goes live. We'll try to go live tomorrow. We'll figure it out. We'll talk football that day. Uh, all you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app free in the iOS App Store uh, and follow us at FUWLT Bengals. We'll, go, we'll try to go live tomorrow. Come in. With your spiciest takes. Caliente. Nope. Nope. Got that out, Schubert. Yep. (laughs) You know what else is just offensive and hard to give a shit about? The Detroit Lions. God. Damn it. Yeah, I appreciate how much, like, it's hard to roast a team like this. 
that I don't give a shit about the Lions. Yeah, like when you're, like, you know, we go to when we we look up all these players and we write Burns. It's really hard when you feel like the team doesn't care about itself <laughs> to care enough to even like dive in and, and write the jokes about them. It it was just so hard to give a shit. And there's so many like uninteresting and it was so boring. Yeah, so many people where you're like, there's, you know, I dig in, I look for like, oh, this person had this thing happen. I try to <clears throat> try to find something I can comment on. And so many of the, the Lions players, it was just like, he's a dude. He grew up in this town. He played high school football here, college football here, pro career is he, I don't know, ended up in Detroit. So that's all we have to say about that. What a way to pitch the burns to the people who still want to listen. Because I turns. <laughs> no, I think we. I think I. You know, we 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 still managed to do it. Yeah, we still I'm managed to do it. I'm appreciate us having to like dig through that to a point. Like, all right, yep. Here's a bunch of fucking nobodies, but we'll roast a bunch of people we feel sad for already. They were literally nobodies. Yeah, there were some people that have some sort of impact. I'll put it this way: other than Jared Goff. There wasn't one person I knew what they looked like before I looked up the photos. TJ Hawkinson. Oh, yeah. Him too, yeah. <coughs> and DeAndre Swift for I, me. I honestly didn't know what he looked like other than I remember where people said that he killed somebody. And I'll talk about that. Whatever. Yep. But now let's go to the mascot, Rory. Oh, boy. Uh, he looks homeless. <laughs> Which in Detroit means that he's in the upper middle class. <laughs> Oh, that was that was better than I gave. All right, <clears throat> I I was looking at this thing. I want that to be a real lion that somebody has just doped up enough that it can perform. <laughs> like, it would be the most impressive thing the Detroit Lions ever did, as if that was like a real lion and they just doped him off on a, on the right amount of heroin to make him like impress, <laughs> like <clears throat> make him perform well, like a, a Kurt Cobain or like Lane Stanley kind of. Yeah. That's all I had. Uh, I knew who both of those guys were. Kurt yeah. Cobain was in Alice in Chains, and Lane Staley was in Nirvana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good job. Lloyd's wanted to kill me like five times during this podcast episode. No, nah, you're good, baby. You're good. I am good. But you know who's not good? Who? Goddamn Sheila Ford. Ugh. Owner of the Lions. This is my risky joke of the week. Actually, I'm going to leave with my not risky joke of the week. Uh, she, which is strange considering who I reference in this joke. Uh, Sheila Ford said she would fully support signing Colin Kaepernick. It was all a part of her press release called, Oh God, please, come on, I'll try anything. <laughs> uh, I would support signing Colin Kaepernick anywhere, yeah, even though I don't would, think he will. Uh, Sheila Ford Hamp looks like the boss battle you get after you've beaten all of the other high school career counselors. <laughs> I say that because she's clearly so good. She's managed to continue to convince players for the lines that what they're doing is considered a career. <laughs> this is my risky joke of the week. You might not get this reference, but I'm going to go for it. Sheila Ford looks like former Arizona Congresswoman Gabby Giffords. I do. <laughs> Which makes sense because she runs the Lions like she too was shot in the head in an Arizona <laughs> mall. <laughs> Right in the gate, grape, Gabby. (laughs) 
I'm glad you got that reference. Oh, yeah. That was fun. That was actually good. Now that I think about it, she does look a lot like that person. Yes, she does. Uh, their president, his name is Rod Wood. That is all. I was like, who would name their kid Dick Dick? And then I saw a picture of his face, and I'm like, no, all right. Totally nailed it, guys. Uh, GM Brad Holmes. I, I just said this guy looks like Von Miller. That's all I got. Uh, this guy, he looks like one of those guys that would crush your hand <clears throat> or would smile at you <laughs> while he's crushing your hand in a handshake. <laughs> he's like the assistant principal to Sheila Ford's guidance counselor. <laughs> uh, that's good. Coaching. You, I, so I forgot to look this guy up. Oh, Jesus. But I'll let you take the reins on this one. I have one joke about him that I thought of before the podcast. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell, one, just a gold mine. This guy (laughs) is a fucking gold mine. Everything he says or does is so cringeworthy and weird that one of the things I did find out while looking up, he had a lot, I mean a lot, of concussions throughout (laughs) Which, you know, I mean, it's very Lions thing to do. Hire the guy who has severe CTE to head coach. Yep. Um, between giving up, like, accidentally giving up the secret about his daughter's engagement in a press conference. What, what? Oh, like, that was supposed to be, like, released? Yeah, well, it was, like, supposed to be, like, a surprise thing or whatever, and he said something about it. And, yeah. Um, he cried after the last game in a press conference. Yep. Um, He's asked the ownership if he can have a real pet lion on the premises. And when asked about it, he goes, oh, no, I'm dead serious. Oh, my God. And then uh, in his like uh, opening speech for uh, as head coach, he said something about we're going to bite off kneecaps. And I'm like, all of these fit with someone who's had a lot of concussions. But the actual burn I wrote was he looks like a knockoff Triple H. <laughs> Let's call him Triple C for concussion. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that at this point, if you ask him for an autograph, he just writes the answers to the beginning of the concussion protocol questions. <laughs> Four fingers. Four. Detroit. <laughs> Blue? Joe Biden. Yeah, he, he just knows the, like, the basic answer. That, that's all he has memorized anymore. Uh, I said Dan Ca- Dan Campbell looks like the kind of guy that would call Dan Campbell a pussy for crying during a press conference. <laughs> you are not wrong. I also I tried to come up with a joke about how the Lions hired him after they heard him shouting from the bleachers. But shouldn't have gone with the last minute yeah. burn. Maybe don't maybe don't save the half written burn. God damn it. <laughs> But that's not the last uh, player we. That's not the last guy we have to roast because we have a lot more guys to roast. Yeah, let's go. Such as quarterback Jared Goff. Oh, uh, <clears throat> Ryan Losling. <laughs> you may remember him from his movie, The Cliff Notes Book, <laughs> or his other movie, Drive, Ending Interception, or maybe from Crazy Stupid Trade. <laughs> Our next season, you'll see him in a new film called A Place Behind the Bleachers. <laughs> you know a movie he there's no way he would have starred in? What? The Playbook. Fair. Uh, Jared Goff has the looks of Ryan Gosling and the throwing arm of Rachel McAdams. 
uh, Jared Goff notably has an enzyme deficiency where he has the inability to process red meat and defenses. I thought you were going to say he has an end zone deficiency. <laughs> Alex Schubert Bonford. Yeah. What was the pun you came up with before the podcast? You're not lying. Ha ha. High five. We high fived, even though you couldn't hear yeah. it all that much. Uh, but yeah, just I just traded him in fantasy this week, so fuck off. Yeah. Uh, and his backup, I am pronouncing this correctly, David Blau. He looks like Sam Morrill and Andrew Schultz had a baby. <laughs> he also plays like if Sam Morrill and Andrew Schultz had a baby. <laughs> he does. I was trying to figure out who he looked like, and he does. I just watched the Sam Morrill documentary yesterday. See? It's so good. Yeah. Uh, David Blau, uh, his girlfriend is an Olympic hurdler. Uh, she put on a Lions jersey for one of her runs, and the hurdles tackle her for a three-yard loss. <laughs> She put on a Lions jersey and got delegated back to college. (laughs) Running back. DeAndre Swift. Short and sweet. His legs and jersey say Swift. His face, not so much. Nope. Uh, We brought this up before uh, the podcast. DeAndre Swift was briefly thought of as a murder suspect. It's kind of a Twitter rumor. Yeah. Uh, police said they were not investigating him as the only thing he's ever killed has been fantasy football lineups. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The only murder he was involved in is his own stat sheet. <laughs> uh, and the backup, Jamal Williams. Uh, do you have anything on Jamal Williams? Dude looks like he sleeps in a shower cap. There isn't much interesting about this dude. In fact, his his teeth stick out more than he does. (laughs) Jamal Williams. uh, I saw that he liked, because he uh, played for the Packers last year. He likened his return to Green Bay. uh, Or not, like, when he reunited and played against him. He likened his uh, signing with Detroit to refining love. (laughs) He said, and this is a direct quote. Like that ex-girlfriend, I gotta go. I'm glad I got. I'm glad that I got a rebound, and it was the Lions. They picked me up. Now they're feeding me good and taking me to dinner. Lloyd's giving me a look right did, now. Did they sign him with a steak? What the fuck <laughs> is he talking about? No, they actually uh, they fed him lobster, lasagna, and about five other L's this year. <laughs> yes. That was fantastic. That I, was I was really well done. I am. I was not sure about that joke. You should be I, proud of that one. I like yes. that one a fucking lot. Thank you. Wide receiver. We're kind of torn on how to pronounce this guy's name, so you pronounce it your way. I'll pronounce it my way. All right. So the only way I've ever heard it was Amon Ra, Saint Brown. And my first response was, "How do you go from Egyptian to Roman?" <laughs> <clears throat> and then. Uh, when I was actually writing the burn for him, I said, Amon St. Brown. Amon Ra St. Brown. Okay, stylish Gambino. <laughs> Dude looks like the athlete version of a rich girl that carries around a dog in her purse. Like, I'm certain that this dude has got to get on everyone's nerves. He's too much. He's, uh, all right, so his brother is a wide receiver for the, for the Packers. Equinemius. That family is the ball family of the NFL. Just... Like uh, Lonzo, like Lamar, uh, Lavar Ball, and his three kids are like decent NBA players. Oh, okay. Uh, but they're all like star at, like they're all like athletes who are like kind of good. 
But like Amonra, which which is what I've heard, he's just he was a five star recruit coming out of high school, and he's just ever since then, he's just been kind of there. Like in the NFL, he's just been kind of there. I don't know. I think they just uh, they they got sounded out. I, his name drives me fucking nuts. So that family's name is their last name is Brown, but in like the most pretentious way, they just added Saint at the beginning of it. And they're trying to get into a gated community. Like, well, what I have it? no fucking idea. All right, All right. go ahead. Uh, but I said uh, I saw an article that said Amonra St. Brown has Dennis Rodman hair, <laughs> which means it's only a matter of time before he's hanging out with Kim Jong Un, which is approximately as fun as playing for the Detroit Lions. <laughs> <laughs> or until he starts dating Madonna, which is approximately as safe as playing for the Detroit <laughs> Lions. <laughs> On the spot burn, I like it. At least dating Madonna can make you money. Maybe, but it also probably comes with a lot of penicillin and oh, yeah. other issues. Well, I mean, you can find equal amount of drugs in Detroit. Yeah. Detroit and Madonna both are just full of drugs and smell like piss. And we're way better in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. On the spot, burn. Riffin. We riffin. Riff, 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 riff. Uh, backup, Khalif Raymond. Or the second wide receiver, Khalif Raymond. What do you got on him? He looks like Danny Pacquiao. <laughs> <laughs> looks like he spent most of his early years being beaten <clears throat> beaten bloody by his much more talented brother. <laughs> Khalif Raymond's mustache is about as small as the percentage of fantasy football players that start him. <laughs> uh, and the third wide receiver, Kaderil Hodge. Uh, Kaderil Hodge has the body of a Greek god in the face of, uh, I'm Kaderil. This is my other brother, Kaderil. My other brother, Kaderil. <laughs> um, you know, he pays, like, high-end photographers to take, like, fashion pictures of him. And, like, there's some of him, like, standing by a tree in the rain, like, with his abs, like, super flexed. Like, yeah. It's, it's, he, he, he doesn't realize, yes, you have the body of a model. But when your face is that dumb, it doesn't work, man. Like, you can't, you can't sell it. I, I read his stat sheet. Like, posing for, like, photographers, that sounds like what he does instead of running routes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Kaderil Hodge. Uh, oh. Uh, Kaderil Hodge. Uh, I looked it up. Kaderil is a unique name, so I did look it up. Kaderil is a Nigerian name that, when translated, means who gives a shit. <laughs> He literally has, like, he's been around for a little bit. He's kind of been existed. He, he's been existed. That's the fucking uh, manifest destiny of the Burns. <clears throat> this is this is a man who educates children. No, I just tell people what to do while the real educators give me the plans. Fair. Okay. Uh, but no, I looked it up. He literally has 20 receptions for his entire career. He's been in the league, what, like eight years or something? Four. Four, oh. I also looked it up. He uh, played for the Rams when they went to the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Oh, shit. I read an article that said he was the lowest paid player in that Super Bowl. That's got to feel good. Yeah. Especially if someone writes an article about it. <laughs> I feel like at that point, I just like, right, I quit. I'm yeah. Done. But no, it's just like, I made a Super Bowl, but he, he hardly did anything in that Super Bowl. His face is so dumb, guys. Like, I mean, he really looks... Like, he looks like you would pet him. <laughs> oh, poor guy. That's what you do to me. All right, my point stands. 
Tom Kennedy. Tom Kennedy. I did not get this guy's picture, so give me a second to look it up. Is it, You said Tom Kennedy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, picture's not important. Damn, dude, the Lions will sign anybody. I thought Tom Kennedy died last year. <laughs> this dude hosted <clears throat> Name That Tune and You Don't Say in the 60s and 70s. Fuck, Wikipedia says he died last year. I guess Amon Ra summoned him back to play as a fucking mummy for the Lions. <laughs> oh, my God. He just looks... He looks like half of his face is bigger than the other half of his face. And I couldn't <laughs> find a good way to write it into it. But if you look at different pictures of this dude, he legit looks like one side of his face is bigger. Like his jawline. It's like his head. Like I found a picture here. It just looks like his head slants up a little bit. Yeah. It's like, it's like his jawline like slants back and his head slants down on the same side. That's an intro. Yeah. I see what you're talking about. I think it's just the way he's smiling, which he just looked like he learned how to smile two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's hard for mummies to... It's a mummy who plays slot. I mean, come on. <laughs> He's taking hits. The raps don't hold things together that well. Yeah. I always knew playing for the Lions was a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> that was so Schubert. On the spot. Burn. That's so Schubert. <laughs> we need a sound effect for that. Thursdays at 9 on ABC. We need something you can edit in, like the, what the fuck happened last week. But that's so Schubert. Like, oh, that's so Raven. <laughs> we will, I'll find a way to do that. I like it. That's so Schubert. And then we can just have it in every episode when you do <laughs> Schuberty things. Right. <laughs> Which is going to be a lot. Which is why we like it. Tight Let's move on to this motherfucker, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, he looks like Matthew Sadford. <laughs> this guy's had a really tough three-year career. He went from looking like the lead singer of the Spin Doctors to looking like he's playing Sloth in a Goonies reboot. And I have both of those pictures up there. <laughs> That's, <it>. That's <clears throat> No, I said TJ Hawkinson looks like an age-progressed photo of the Detroit auto industry. <laughs> Oh, that poor fella. 2019 TJ Hawkinson and 2021 TJ Hawkinson look like co-workers at a surfboard shop. Uh, <clears throat> before medical marijuana? <laughs> and after medical marijuana. Bef- before playing two years for the Lions? After, after playing things. two years for the Lions. And they look like two different people. What the fuck? So I said, dude's had a rough three years, man. I know. And he's been a serviceable tight end. Serviceable isn't you have to take him into like an auto mechanic to get <sighs> He looks like a, he looks like he transformed into an auto mechanic. <laughs> My name's Lyle. I can help you with your brake pads. Uh <clears throat> he for sure is gonna be working at the dispensary when the career's over, right? <laughs> no, he's gonna own a dispensary that he works at. Yeah. And just forget he's like, Oh, hold on, wait, the boss is here. <laughs> You're the boss, man. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I saw, I saw his car outside. I was worried. That's your car, man. Uh, did you get to O-line? <laughs> um, no. Uh, I was going to do Penny Sewell Burns, but then I just, as much shit as I've talked about him, as much as we've been back and forth, on, what, I don't care. I got one burn on him. Go for it. But look at the picture I got of him. <laughs> Just the picture of him when he, just someone, the one that they photoshopped of him when he could have played for the Bengals. But I, I, I only say that in jest. 
I think he's ripe for the Lions right now. I think Jamar Chase is ripe for the Bengals. Yeah, he's playing like a lion. He's been like so. Even though Panay Sewell does look like gay Mauluga. <laughs> <coughs> well done, man. He, thank you. He uh, he's uh, that's the one burn I had on him. He look he's just back at his natural position of left tackle. Because like he was playing like right tackle in preseason, I think he was like really struggling. But now he's like back in his natural position of left tackle. Whereas like if you play right tackle, it's like you have to relearn techniques and moves because you're using like the opposite part of your body. In the, in, like in the I was gonna like, say he looks like he's back in his natural position of crayon sharpener. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Okay, and here's what here's what I'm gonna say about Sewell. If you're still talk, if you're a Bengals fan who still talks <clears throat> shit about him, shut the fuck up. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, we're past that. We are way past that. Predictions and bullshit. Because I think now is appropriate time to get into predictions and just a little bit of bullshit. Because yeah. like if you're still saying like we're we're shut we're shutting up all the chase haters, we've been doing that. It's been done. It's way been done. The chase haters have been quieted for a while. Yeah, I mean, well, not quieted, unfortunately, but should have been quieted for quite a while. No one should really need to talk about talk shit about chasing more because, like, he's he doesn't really have doubters. I don't think does he still have doubters? Oh yeah, like like who? I just saw a, a thing the other day on on one of the the Bengals fucking Facebook groups things where it was like <clears throat> that old thing where it's uh, it shows the little like bathroom man figures of like Burrow behind Sewell and then they have like a picture of a guy out catching a ball and just says, Oh yeah, yeah 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 it's and, tired and it's a come on man give it the fuck up like it's t- people are st- that the debate somehow still rages on I have long stopped giving a shit about the debate same that's why I said originally I, d- I just didn't even bother writing like Burns Burns because like, I'm just done yeah I just wanted to get the looks like Burn in and yeah just- that was a good one Thank you. It was definitely worth the time. I, th- I, I honestly kind of thought I phoned it in this week with the Burns, but I'm just like, no, apparently some they turned really good. Thank you. Some of them were okay. Some, yeah. Same with mine. There was a few of mine. I was like, all right, I like that one. And a lot of them, I was like, I'm trying. I don't. It's like I'm just trying to get them out. Yep. Don't give a shit about this team. It's hard to. Because like, it seems like you shouldn't care. Like roasting them should just be roasting people, but it does. It these, does it, affect you when you're like, I don't care. Yeah, like because at least the Packers had some interesting people. They had like people we've known about for years, like or someone a- you've heard of. Before. Yeah, like Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones or Devontae Adams. But like the the Lions were just like, I don't give a shit about about fucking Kaderil Hodge. Yeah, I'm just Kaderil Hodge doesn't give a shit about Kaderil <laughs> Hodge. How much? No, he it? does. Have you seen the way he poses yes, for yes, photographs? Yes, I have. <laughs> Like he gives a whole lot of fucks about Kadero Hodge. Khalif Raymond doesn't give a shit about Khalif Raymond. Khalif Raymond forgot he played for the Lions. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's oh, he hopes he forgets. Yeah, every day. But I'm just sitting there like I was looking at Kadero Hodge's picture for two hours, and I did <laughs> maybe. But I'm just like I'm just sitting there looking. I'm just like I don't give a shit about you. Yeah, the only person who does is you and whatever photographer you keep paying to take weird pictures of you. Yeah, like I was like last week I was like I was excited to write about Aaron Rodgers. I was like 
I've written about Jared Goff before. I'm like, I don't give a shit about Jared Goff. Yeah, I, like I said, I, I I had to go with like, you know, movies. Yeah, I just had to go for the Ryan Gosling reference. Yeah, I, I thought it was fun, though. Yeah. Yes. And the make the, the best of it, guys. We're doing our best here. He's not like, <coughs> he's not like TMZ interesting. No, he's like, just I mean, not boring. TMZ interesting. He's just not interesting. No, he just like he was the guy that. Was tr- he was a number one overall pick seven years after, literally seven years after Matthew Stafford was, yeah. and he was traded along with two first round picks and a third round pick for the guy that was drafted number one overall seven years before. Yeah, so no one gives it. Jared Goff was just the Lions tried to hype him up, and even Detroit was just like, oh. Jared Goff wouldn't start Jared Goff on his fantasy team. No, I traded him. Yeah, so I just. I didn't give a shit about the Lions this week. I didn't either, but, you know, we... We, we, we got through. Yeah, we, we did our best. We had fun. I've written jokes about things I don't give a shit about. I, I mean, I give a shit about very few things on the planet, so... <laughs> like like your, your podcast, The Bastard Sermy. I'm, I'm, I'm digging that right now. It's a lot... Dude, it's a lot of fun. Like, you and, and <clears throat> Cody and, and Luke are just, like... Dudes who just, like three dudes who just get each other, yeah, and can I just mean, riff it, about it anything fits so well, and and it's a lot of fun. I mean, I like being able to like when you sat with us, yeah, plugging in somebody into that is is just it adds a fun. whole new dynamic to it. Yeah, it's it's just a fun thing. To like, hey, look, here's three guys who get, but they also all of us are interested in figuring out what someone else is all about, what they're doing, what they think, how they are. We all enjoy that. All simultaneously while trying to figure out how to shit on each other and them. Yeah, and just like being friends and yeah, just fun. having fun with each other. Yeah, so like, we didn't give a shit. I mean, we, I mean, we just did it for the sake of doing it. Like, but I hardly gave a shit about the lines because, like, I I went into this going like I've never roasted the lines before, and also we have now roasted all four NFC North teams. Yeah, there we go. There we go. We we now have to roast mostly teams that we've. Roasted before, so ho, ho, ho. five five AFC North games left. Yeah, we like it. Let's fucking go for it. Let's do this. Let's do it. Finally, plugs, Lloyd. What do you got? Um, like we we basically just did a plug for the Bastard Sermon, so check that out. Check out the Bastard <clears throat> Sermon. Uh, Rumble Lips has been posting new stuff. Hell yeah! Check out old Randall Barnaclo. Um, new Nasty Boys. Always got to give them some love. New Nasty Boys. Uh, Bill Bill Bell will be back on the podcast pretty soon. We'll be roasting the Raiders together. We'll talk. Well, we didn't talk about Gruden this week. We will get to him later on. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> Lloyd and I were texting. Well, this is all I'll say about that. Lloyd and I were texting like the night that happened. And I was like, we're still roasting John Gruden, right? And he was like, immediately was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're roasting that football. Just get, just toxic, Matt. I'm going to use this phrase, and I'm not proud of it. Just toxic masculinity. Yeah. I, he's, ugh, just a puddle of shit. Just a gross man. But <laughs> What do you got to plug? Uh, October 27th, I'll be at Go Bananas. Fuck yeah. Uh, November 7th, I'll be headlining at Wiley's. Right on. Uh, duh, 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 duh. November twenty fourth. I'm headlining Chameleon. Fuck yeah! I'm having a. I've had a couple of people drop them from the lineup. I want. I got Callie Bakken on, Shannon Rostin on. I'm having trouble finding another lady because I want to find like. I want to make it like fifty percent women, fifty percent dudes. And or Rachel. The what? Rachel. 
Rachel Elizabeth? Or, uh, Rachel Aswell? Right, yeah. She hasn't done it in a while. Oh, okay. But I'm trying to find like out of town women because the, the ones in Cincinnati, like they're hilarious people, but I'm just like, I want to give new people opportunities to go to Chameleon and just like come to Cincinnati and just like meet people. Yeah. And Indy's a great scene, and I want to find someone to drive with Shannon Rostin. So Fuck yeah. That's what that's what I plan to do. Um, that's all I oh, have. Uh, shout out friend of the pod. Uh, uh, Mary Santoro will be opening for Dan Cummins. Oh. At, or featuring for Dan Cummins at uh, uh, Liberty Funny Bone, November 5th and 6th, I, I believe. I love her. Past guest of the podcast. Yeah, that's, a, that's why I gave her a shout. Uh, Would you like to have her back on? Yeah, I mean, she's only going to be here for two days, so I don't know if she'll be able to do it or not. We'll, we'll zoom it again. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I I reached out to her about being on the my other one and, and might even just go up there to the Liberties thing and do it and record there, maybe. Dude, that rules. She's the best. Yeah, but she's one of the funniest fucking people. Uh, her album, uh, Hillbilly Bougie. Soleil. So good. Yeah. So fucking good. And she's featuring for Dan Cummins, which is a huge just- guy to... <clears throat> to be featuring for that's that's a huge opportunity and she's doing super well uh not that anyone have any doubt but like the praise that he's heaped on her and everyone else like they she deserves it she does i hope she gets late night soon <clears throat> i'm certain there's no way she can't man. yeah she's if she like she's undeniable if she meets the right people there's no way she can't get late night yeah she's or just Anything she wants. She deserves all of it. <clears throat> so just big shout out to her. And uh, and speaking of late night, shout out to friend of the pod, Tom, Tom Takar. Crushed it. Smoked Fallon. I watched that set like seven times. Yes, he does. He'll be next weekend. Yep. Next weekend at Go Bananas. Check out Tom Takar. I mean, seriously, if, you're, if you like going to comedy shows at all, he's... He's so good. He's at, the most likable comic to come out of the Midwest. Yeah, he's so good at just like delivering a show front to end that's fucking good. It's just funny. He's he, a good, fun show, always. That's like because some comics, like, they will <clears throat> try to focus on like, some will focus on like the message. Like, we didn't talk about Chappelle at all. We don't have to. But his was about like the message and. In in addition to some half-assed jokes that were just like, really? Yeah. But Tom has always been the comic that's just focused on having fun and being funny and being likable. Well, I think likable is just a byproduct of him. He's yep. having a fun show. He's, he respects your time you're spending at that show and puts an effort into making it fun. Have you heard his his Dirty Jerry Seinfeld bit? He's like, two in the pink, one in the... He just oh, impersonates yeah, yeah, Dirty, yeah, yeah. Dirty Jerry yeah. Seinfeld. There was a weekend a couple years ago where Meat was featuring for him, Mike Cronin, and they decided to, um, like, after he started that, that Dirty Jerry Seinfeld, they played the Seinfeld theme while he was doing that bit during the act out. Nice. I laughed so hard that I had to go out in the hallway because I was hyperventilating. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, just please, guys, if you get a chance, go out... Uh Coming in, it's back open. Yes. It looks amazing in there. <coughs> uh, it's still unfinished, but it looks, looks great. Man. It looks way better because I was talking to a friend of the pot, Alicia Galena DeVore, and I noticed her. I'm like, 
when you see the new remodel, it makes you realize how badly the club needed just to be torn up from the ground. Not like torn up from the ground, but just like torn apart and remade because it just looked like it was just carpet everywhere and just it looked cheesy. Well, I, mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it was great. It, it, it looks great now. Yeah, it looks much better now. It looks it just it just looked cheesy previously. I mean, no offense, go. It's been the fucking it's meant the fucking world to me. Yeah, but now it just looks like. M- it looks modernized. Yeah, it just—I mean, it looks—it looks like a good comedy club. Yeah, and it looks like a place that's just like it was brought into now, and it's just by people get what the club needs to be and how it needs to. Yep. The, it's the, the dark with the, just the right amount of lights in there. It, it, I think it looks fucking amazing right now. Shout out to the people like Mikey Kurtz, Mikey and Kurtz, man, Marty Chang. They fu- and Lee ran. Rudick even a little bit. They just like fucking put their heart and souls into remodeling that place over the last year. So if fucking like shout the out to them. <laughs> oh, shout out to Lloyd Johnson for putting yeah. in some nor- door handles and some Nordobs. Nordobs. Yep. Some doorknobs. Uh, I uh, helped with some trash cans. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Shuby for sweeping some floors. Fuck yeah. Yep. But yeah, go to Go Bananas. Check out Tom Takar. Check out Mary Santora opening for Dan Cummins. <clears throat> Listen to future episodes. But for now, Lloyd, I think we only have one, we only have one thing left to say. Let's do this. Fuck, Fuck you, you, Detroit, Detroit Lions. Lions. We, we like, like the, the Bengals. Bengals. Why, man? Fuck you. We, we like, like the, the Bengals. Bengals.